0: Beehive Sports Podcast is powered by Swing Juice. Visit swingjuice.com. 20% off your order. Use promo code Beehive20 for your golf and MLBPA apparel. Today is episode four, season two. We're going to do a little local rundown, throw some shout outs, going to get into opening day of the MLB and the Masters. Going to talk the Diggs mega deal and how the dominoes continue falling with that. And this week in sports history, we got three fast facts about the Masters, since it is Masters Day. Skeddy on, we have uh, LeBron reclaiming the crown for biggest douche. Took it back from Brady. Skeddy's going to go on about that. And the things that sting, Hope Solo arrested. Alex Carrington, former Buffalo Bill defensive lineman, arrested. MLB handing down some suspensions for PEDs like normal. And uh, we got about four or five more stories for the rundown. And then in the My Hive segment, we're going to get into the biggest scandals uh, in sports history. And I got a lot of good feedback on that post. So we'll have a lot to talk about. Let's go. Welcome to the Beehive Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Joe and Schedule. The Buzz is brought to you by Bushlight Light. Latte aluminum is available wherever you buy your beer. I had several of them last weekend. Delicious as always. <laughs> uh, we're going to not go with the Ricky Bobby promotion of Bushlight Light this week, but I will say that if you don't like Bushlight, Light, you're more than likely... Like one of those people who says uh, they like cats more than dogs. (laughs)
1: Weirdos.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They are weirdos. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I thought we were going to get some good weather here, Sketty, and we could have got out on the course, but that has turned into sideways rain uh, the past couple days. Yeah, not great. Looking
1: like snow this weekend. Great. Are you serious? Yeah, cold enough. I think. Last I saw, it was like.
0: 30s this weekend i didn't look at the weather but i don't like that i was able to get out on the range i did did do that i think i told you yeah, hit my Tuesday driver nice hit my driver really well and every iron was just squeezer city so that's a great start <laughs> things are looking yeah, good. Well,
1: high handicapper you know it's early in the year
0: plenty of is time it?
1: to bring it around
0: yeah that's the idea of you know but i i'm pulling up the weather here because i want to see if there's snow coming up this weekend because that would oh yeah sunday yep perfect i thought it was going to spit a little bit but then in the 70s a couple days next week so that's good uh yeah, hopefully yep, so we get, nice, yep. well men's night is next thursday correct correct yep so oh yeah so yeah. that reminds me while we're on that subject tell everybody uh day of the week is going to be changing we're not sure to what yet but it's going to start next week but I think we're going Monday, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, I think that's what what we're uh, maybe, set up maybe for not right now, maybe
0: not this coming week, but soon after, it's going to be probably permanent Mondays going through summer. Is that yep. the plan?
1: Yeah, yeah. Can't can't interfere with golf season.
0: Well, it can't. You're right. So Mondays <laughs> will be podcast night, I think. But we'll we'll yeah keep everybody in the loop on that for sure. Uh, where are we going to start here? We got, uh, Darren and and he's in the comments already. Happy opening day, master's day boys. Yeah. You too, Darren. And congrats to you on the, uh, tournament bracket win. We had, I think like 10 or 11 brackets, which wasn't a a ton, but you know, I didn't really push it too much either, but it was the first one we did. So now we can move, you know, each year kind of make that grow. Uh, so Darren's prize pack, not complete yet. I'm work because we gotta get uh we get we do have golf towels in the works. So Darren's getting a shirt, a golf towel, and a limit, I don't want to say limited edition, but I will because there's only 12 being made currently. Uh Beehive Sports Podcast hat. So we're he'll get one of them. And then I think we'll throw some beer in there too, uh after he shows proof of ID that he is over the age of 21. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, congrats. <laughs> that guy stat guy Darren killed it, had Kansas win in it all, and they they carried him the uh the whole way. So that was good. Yeah. Uh another shout out to Mo. Yeah. Andrew first Andrew lane. Big Mo Morrison, head coach Warren Baseball, gets his first win, uh, defeating Erie three to two. That was earlier in the week. Uh as the week progressed, he took his first lumping, too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you told me.
0: I yeah, so no, yeah, it was uh Harbor Creek 18 to 3, a loss at uh, against Harbor Creek. They were up three nothing in the top of the first, but then gave up 13 in the bottom of the first. Yikes. So, but that's good, that's experience. He needs that. Like you gotta yeah. take yep. you take your wins, <laughs> yeah. You gotta take your thumping, and then you can learn, you know, learn to progress and try and not allow allow that to happen again. Cause that uh but to lighten the blow on Mo. Uh, Eisenhower lost yesterday to 17 to two against Rocky Grove. Okay. Bad day for the county.
1: Yeah, well, not a lot of practice, you know, hasn't been any good weather to practice. That's, I'm going to chalk it up to that.
0: I will. Uh, I'll go with that. They're, yeah. They're rusty. They're rusty. Yeah. You know, and, uh, Rocky Grove's down South, right?
1: Yeah. Exa- yeah. It's basically Florida.
0: <laughs> so they, they, they've been playing year round. So yeah. yeah unfair yeah. advantage. Harbor Creek and Erie, they probably got a dome that they're playing in all the time. Probably playing at well, family first, sure. yeah, yeah, you know, Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, they take their lumps, but you, you know, it's all about how you bounce back. That's what they say. So, I, I have faith in Mo, and I think he'll get everybody on the right track, especially when the good weather comes and they, like you said, because that is true. If you think about it, they haven't had the ability to go outside very much. So, uh, we'll keep an eye on it, though. I'm I actually have an idea for Brian Hagberg too. That I okay. don't want to put out over the air. But we need, I need something where I can go, like, not to the minute, but, like, say each day. It's, like, this is uh, Warren's schedule. Here's the results. Maybe a few stat lines. Like, rather than just a story yeah. as well. But, like, you know how, like, do you have the score, that app? No. Oh, uh, I have, so I have an app called the score, and it's awesome. Because it's, like, a live scoreboard on your phone. And then you, okay. you know, you. Click it and you can go to any league, you can go to any team, roster, like you can do it all. And it's to the minute. I don't need that for local sports, but I need something. Yeah, yeah. So we got to get, I'm going to get on Hagberg about that. And while we're on the uh, uh, local talk, did you see the newspaper today about? uh, I did not know. It's Master's Day. I've seen nothing. (laughs) That's true. I, I, <laughs> a, <laughs> a, a true story. True, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to read uh, the text that. Where's that? Right here. So a funny football story happened. In my opinion, it's funny. Skeddy doesn't like it. He just hasn't admitted it yet. And we're going to get to that in the buzz, actually, when we talk about digs. But uh, I text him because I hadn't heard from him in a few hours which is actually kind of strange. I almost called in a welfare check on yeah. Scotty because I was like he's got to be dead if he's not texting me back by now. And uh <laughs> I send him the football story and I go, "Now I know why I can't get a hold of you. You're crying somewhere in a corner." And he texts me back, "Imagine thinking I care about football when Tiger in the red at, when Tiger is in the red." <laughs> that a good that one made me laugh. Uh so anyways, the local thing. Some guys are like trying to get a disc golf course put in. Okay. I don't hate the idea. I've never played Frisbee, and actually I'm fucking terrible at throwing one. Yeah, I'm not good. I don't have those uh, dainty wrists to be able to <laughs> flick a Frisbee real well. I, I just can't throw them. I don't know. I Probably if I practiced enough, but I just don't. But, anyways, this golf—I don't—I don't don't hate it. I have nothing against it, Um, and I think if they got something like that here, if it—if it works and draws people in to come play it, cool. I don't care. You know, it's fine. That's good for the area. What I don't like is they're talking about Betts Park as their spot. Where the hell are they going to put it?
1: Yeah, that seems kind of a weird, weird spot for it. I mean, well, there's there's no—I don't know that much about this golf, like yeah it seems like disc golf like the courses that I've seen are like just are long crazy videos right? online, yeah, like they're long and like usually have some sort of woods component to them, so you know, it's kind of like the golf course where you gotta like right. work the disc around a little bit, you know, uh yeah, I, I just doesn't seem like you could do much there, but I don't know enough about it to say that that's good or bad yeah I, I don't know that D- doesn't seem like there would be enough space,
0: Darren says. Tbsp this golf outing. <laughs> let's go. I <laughs> I guarantee I'll lose. I'm not. I can't throw one. But anyway, yeah. uh, s- somebody who's on the parks and rec committee suggested Mulberry Park, which I think would be a good idea because it's not used for. I don't it. know
1: which one Mulberry is. I'm...
0: Mulberry. It's like uh, between Glade and Frank. Oh, okay. Yep. Coming up, Canoongo. Kind of but yeah, I, I think. Like, yeah, yeah. I just don't like bets because. I, I would assume that the area they're looking at is where youth football, youth play 60 flag football and the adult flag football league is played because it doesn't get right. uh, um, the, you know, the use throughout, but it's like summertime. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know when the kids, the kids, I mean, it's mostly fall that the football leagues are done there, but what are we going to do? Like run around a giant post in the middle of the field that you catch yeah, it. Like it just doesn't work for me. So yeah, I, I'm gonna keep an eye on that and see how it progresses because I don't usually get like too involved in any of that stuff. But if if it comes down to it, I will complain if they're trying to take over that area because I don't <laughs> like that. Darren says Mulberry a too bit too wide open. True, but go back to what another thing we just saw recently in in the area was that they're running out of places to plant trees. So. Plant some trees, Mulberry Park, build your cor- course, two birds. Yep. Yep. I should run this like time. It. The, absolutely. Joe B's for mayor. Yeah. Problems. Problem solving left and right. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. But it just seems, I just wasn't a fan of that. All right. Let's get to the good stuff though. We have breaking news. The pirates officially do have a checkbook. We've recently, we discovered this today. They sign uh, where let me get the details here. And I, I actually, I didn't even write his name down and Darren, t- hold on. I got to look at this. This is another funny text from earlier. Darren sent me the screenshot of that. And I just wrote back, who the fuck is Cabrian Hayes? <laughs> 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 I, the, Darren said he's in the running for rookie of the year in like 2020. I think he's had some injuries and stuff, but uh I definitely had no clue who that guy was. Like I, and it's chalk it up to I never watch the Pirates. You know, baseball's right. not baseball for me isn't a sport that I very often watch. Anything but my team, you know. Right. Like if the yeah. Astros yeah. are on, I watch. If it's anybody else, I truly don't care. Until probably the playoffs, so then I would watch some games. But I'm not. I can't just. And it's not that I don't. You know. Because another thing I don't like is when people are like, "Baseball is boring," and then other people are like. You just don't understand it. Like that whole gist of things, like I cannot like something and somebody else can like it and that's okay. I don't have to argue with them. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I love baseball, yeah. but I don't love it enough to watch the pirates. Like just on a yeah. fucking, yeah. you know, it's Wednesday night. I'm kicking back watching TV. Oh, the bucks are on. No, <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised pirates fans like baseball enough to watch the pirates. You know, <laughs> they They go through the cycle. Yeah, the each year cycle of, uh, they suck. We get to spring training. Yeah, we'll see what happens, and you know they'll play well till around the All Star break. Like they string them along, yeah. And then All Star oh. break comes, and you know they'll win twenty games the rest of summer. <laughs> That's just how they roll. Well. Poor pirates fans. Well, I think Kuz said uh he said if you didn't love if you didn't love me when we won or love us when we won 45 games, don't love us when we win 72.
1: <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> I saw that. I got I got a good <laughs> chuckle out of that. <laughs> yeah, that's a
0: good one. Uh but anyways, back to the to the checkbook. Eight years 70 million, which is the biggest contract in pirates history. Okay. That's, it okay it it breaks the record of Jason Kendall's six year sixty million dollar contract that was signed in the year two thousand <laughs> so twenty five years later, here we are. Pirates really must see something in this guy <laughs> 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 that I think yeah. that it's either it's either that or they were just so tired of getting made fun of that they were like, you know what? let's just pay one of these Who, who's it gonna be? Like draw names out of a hat. How,
1: how long till they trade them?
0: Well, it's an eight-year deal, so I would assume by at least year three. I think they'll keep him a few. (laughs) And then, you know, he'll probably end up working out. He's good, best player on the team. And then it's like draft pick city come the trade deadline. They're going to ship him to the Yankees, uh, and then it'll be done.
1: Yeah, okay. I I can buy that.
0: And then in the year 2050, so season – Season 26, episode 4, Beehive Sports Podcast. (laughs) We'll talk about the new contract that they just signed somebody to that broke the 2022 record for Cabrian Hayes. I have to read his name. I don't even know it. (laughs) Poor Pirates fans. They they literally, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Sad day, but you know maybe yeah. it's a they're on the upswing. I mean, it, I, I remember Munch talking about the GM and the way he's handling things, and he liked it. So I don't know, maybe maybe he's on to something. Maybe this is the the steps in the right direction. But it's been a while. Uh, so yeah, big day, big weekend, as Darren said, Masters Day, opening day of baseball today. A lot going on in the sports world. Um, two rainouts in the early. <laughs> The games already today. <laughs> I looked at that as soon as I woke up. I was like, oh, they had two postponed already. Be Yankees, Red Sox, Twins, Mariners, both rained out. Um, so at the at, at around 3 30, there was only one game being played, and it was uh I think Cubs no. Yeah, yeah, Cubs Brewers, Cubs Brewers on. So I turned that on, and then I quickly remembered the Masters was on, and I turned it off and went to the Masters. Yeah, yeah it, didn't t- it didn't. I was t- just
1: going to say, who who the hell was watching that instead of Tiger? People that have tickets for that game were probably on their phones watching Tiger. But yeah, yeah, baseball. Who gives a shit, Tiger?
0: It's the first Tiger. game. Yeah, people. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, the funny thing that I thought was Fox Sports app, like I get push notifications from. Yep. Them, you know, at three thirty. So we have two rainouts and we have one game being played. I get a push notification that says top moments from MLB opening day.
1: <laughs> they, they, they actually played. That was the top moment. Swing
0: swing and a miss Fox Sports app.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cause there's there it was oh and the game was one nothing at that point. So there was literally nothing, no top moment. There's nothing. And the the run which I actually did see was uh, Lorenzo Kane hit a. I was going to call it a screamer, but I in a sarcastic way. But he basically hits it off the end of the bat. It trickles to first base, and the guy scored from third when they got him out at first. It was it was nothing, no, no excitement. Despite, yeah. yeah, it was bad. But uh, no, it is cool. Baseballs back. The Astros are on tonight, so I'll probably tune into that with uh, the shared mlb tv account that i use because i used to get extra innings and i don't anymore um i don't know it's just, I, i'm not home enough and they're rotating schedules and stuff it's easier yeah. just to have it have it on your phone and be able to do you know what you want with it
1: yeah for sure yep
0: so on to the masters
1: the the sport with the white ball
0: that matters today yes i thought that Violet. i really yeah. thought you would have a green jacket on today for some reason
1: if I if I had a green jacket, I I would have one on,
0: for sure. Like so, it, so this time. is, like,
1: like yeah, this is the coolest day of the year. but it's usually the coolest week of the year. But with Tiger back after his whatever it was eighteen month layoff, like it was just awesome, and he looked really really good for like six holes. He looked like Tiger, and then he kind of played like dog shit down the stretch.
0: Still finished one under for the day.
1: One under. One under and played like dog shit. Yeah, I mean, he had a big – he had a birdie putt on five. I was at work and somehow contained myself from screaming so the whole restaurant didn't hear me. But I was out back watching, and he looked like he buried this putt, and it just lipped out, and I almost gave it the big, you know, motherfucker. (laughs) You know, I held it in, though. Kept it in check, but I thought it was buried. For all the the
0: early dinner goers – The senior clientele.
1: The the refinery guys would have heard. You know, All the shutdown workers would have said, what's going on back there? That Tiger's (laughs) playing. Don't worry about that. I know. Then he threw an absolute, absolute dart on six. Absolute dart on six. Uh, Made birdie there and eight kind of fell apart a little bit. That's when the wheels started to come off. I think he had like six greens in a row he he didn't hit. Um, 80 was like 50 yards away and just left it 10 yards short and just was chipping like shit. His putter saved him a little bit. Um, But, you know, long story short, he didn't play well today. He's one under. He's in contention. If his body can hold up, I think he can bring this thing around. I think he can actually, like, win the whole thing. At the very least, be competing on Sunday, if his body holds up, which, you know, there was kind of the negative to it, is watching him bend over to read putts. Like, normally Tiger's, like, down in the crouch – you know, reading these things and he's like, it looks like he's 85 years old. The leg has just to really lean be bothering up. him, you know, like leaning over like, this. yeah, he, he's like, like bent over, but man, you know, he just couldn't, couldn't get down there. So we'll see how the body holds up. Looks like he made some tired, tired swings later on in the day. Oh yeah. The, Tiger Scott the says, to drop it don't today. forget
0: the F bomb Tiger dropped on live TV today. Uh, and then and that, Cameron Smith was the one I told you about that was six yeah. under and just launches one into yep. the trees and you could just hear him right. As soon as the ball takes yep. flight, he goes, shit. <laughs> yep. Well,
1: I, I had shut it off when I called you and he was like six under at that point. They were talking how good he looked after he yeah. started with a bogey, And then he had finished at four under, which, you know, the guys never missed a cut at the masters. He's, he's playing well, see what happens. But um, yeah, Tiger's F bomb, I believe is on nine after he hit the tee shot, that was one of my famous lines when we're golfing. Like, holy shit, that's so bad it's good because he hooked it so far left. He was like on the left side of the trees under him, was able to get up and down for a par. But he hit it and just dropped the fuck just immediately. And then, I, I, I don't know if ahead. you saw it. Did you see when he he drop kicked the driver? He no. literally hit the ground first. Oh yeah, it was bad. It was ugly.
0: No, I didn't. It see was ugly. That. That
1: was, he he gave the come on Tiger. That was a good one.
0: I saw, uh, I did see his putt. He drained to go one under long putt. It was a nice putt. Yep. Crowd was excited. He, he, he
1: easily could have been, you know, three under today without, without any problem. He just kind of blew it a little bit. Oh, well, um, he's,
0: but he's hanging out. Know, it's,
1: yeah. It's exciting. It, you know, Tiger, uh, famously just does not play like he never shoots a low score on Thursday at the masters. It's just not what he does. So, you know, we were talking yesterday, a couple of buddies of mine said, you know, if he comes in around 70, he's going to be, have a real good chance. You, you know, he shot 71. So, you know, again, we'll just see how the body holds up, see if he can, has the conditioning to win this thing. You play, at least
0: compete, I guess I should say. Did you uh, place any bets on the Masters or no?
1: I didn't do any bets. No, I put in a DraftKings lineup and like, my team is dog shit. I did take Tiger, <laughs> had to take Tiger. Uh yeah, but I took like Tommy Fleetwood who's like three over Justin Thomas is four over. This wasn't a good day for me. I guess Sal Torres, I took Sal Torres, uh, the guy a couple years ago that everyone said, looked yeah. like uh happy Tiger, Wars caddy.
0: Yeah. He,
1: he's, he's like three under or yeah. Tiger Woods. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh he's like three under. So that was good. Uh, the, the leaderboard's kind of interesting right now. I got actually, I'm like watching it while we're doing this. Uh, you know, Dustin Johnson's up there. He's been playing pretty well. I'll tell you, Scotty uh, Scheffler played really well, and he's on a heater. He's won, like, three of his last five tournaments. Like, he just, you know, hit some really, really nice shots today. You know, so I think he'll be down there competing. Uh, you know, Danny Willett's three under. He's also, he's won this tournament before. So, it's setting up to be an interesting weekend. The weather's supposed to go to shit tomorrow. Like, it's, the winds are supposed to really kick up.
0: Didn't um, it get delayed today? They
1: were saying – Oh, I think just a little bit. Yeah, they got some rain. Half hour. The greens were pretty receptive. Yeah, there was uh, the announcers early were surprised that there weren't any real. There wasn't a lot of scoring going on, Um, just because the greens were receptive earlier in the week. They said it was like real. The greens were really, really firm. You know, everything was bouncing, not checking up and rolling back. So, with this wind drying everything out, we'll see what happens here over the weekend. I think some scores are going to come back a little bit tomorrow.
0: So yeah, well, we gotta uh,
1: stinger and and stay in it.
0: Yeah, I I'm gonna probably tend to some bush lights on Saturday and find a cozy place to watch some of the golf action oh. myself. So
1: for sure, for sure, I, and just you know, you hope that Tiger's in contention on the weekend. And that just makes it a hundred times better.
0: Oh, it does. Yeah, it'll it'll blow up all over the place, TV wise yeah. and on yeah. the internet. So. Yeah. All right, we're gonna slide into the most recent mega deal that uh their wide receiver, wide receiving core just taking over yeah. the NFL right now. Uh they've kicked out running backs. And I told you my prediction on how this is all gonna play out over the you know next few seasons, I I think. Uh but Diggs gets his deal, it's done in Buffalo because there was a lot of speculate trade speculation, a lot of people were Bill's fans specifically were starting to get a little worried. I had several people yeah. come to me and say, you know, I think they're going to trade them. Like, I think the trade's coming. Uh, they didn't do it. They lock them up. Four years, $104 million extension, 70 guaranteed. Uh, the intent from both sides, the bills and Diggs, uh Diggs camp was to have him retire a Buffalo bill. So that sounds, and according to his press conference today, that's exactly his, his plans. So. Uh, as I told you, it was also a good move for this season because it cleared <clears throat> up cap space for the, uh, for the current season, which the bills Wednesday going, going into Wednesday yesterday had 3.8 million left.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> not, not a lot to work. I, with. I know there. that
1: situation. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> so with the digs mega deal, the dominoes continue to fall old Debo out in San Francisco. Uh, removes all 49er stuff from his uh social media accounts over 80 posts i guess um cuz he's next right would he be next we would assume or it he, sounds like he wants to be
1: yeah he he's due to be extended cuz he was the same draft class as bosa which obviously bosa they're going to exercise the option on um i think yeah cuz I think this is Bosa's. This will be Bosa's fourth year. I don't know. what year he got drafted. Yeah, I don't know what year he got.
0: I drafted. don't remember. Yeah, I
1: don't remember what year it was. It was. Well, it was the year before they went to the Super Bowl. So. Twenty Yeah, this will be his fourth. Yeah, this will be his fourth year. So. So
0: he was the you same know, they're draft class as Allen.
1: I believe no, no, he was the next year because Kyler Murray went one, and Bosa went two. Oh, okay. So the yeah. Year
0: after Allen, so he's 20, 2019 draft class. Yeah. Okay,
1: I think that's right. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And then uh, deep, so so Debo's like kind and of, and
1: Debo was a second round pick that year. Yeah. So.
0: And he's after he, the he's money up. now. He's yeah, he is up. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, cause he, it said he's he, in the he, final year. It it did say he's in the final year of his contract.
1: I could be I could be wrong about this, but, like, as someone who follows, like, I follow these guys on social media just because, you know, they're Niners. Um, I would be kind of surprised if the Niners don't get something done with him. Like, I don't think – there's nothing I've seen that makes me think that he doesn't love being in San Francisco. Like, I, I, there's just nothing I see that would hint that this was coming. I was actually surprised when you sent that to me that that was the case. Oh. Uh, Because he's always pumping the team up and loving it.
0: But there's just no loyalty. Like, I don't see loyalty in any of these guys anymore. It doesn't fucking matter. They just want paid. I
1: I just don't think. I mean, I love Debo, but I do think that it's the way the Niners use him. Like, you're not going to go put him in a system and he's going to be. Uh, you know, he's not going to be Stefan Diggs. Like, I don't think he's that kind of receiver where you just send him out there and say, "Hey, just go run routes." Like, you right. got to get the ball in his hands, run those options. You know, use him as like yeah. the running back. Like he des- he deserves to be paid. I and I really would be surprised if the Niners don't pay him. But it'll be interesting to see what he's looking for contract wise with the the just numbers these guys are getting right now. Like it's just insane. The, you know, like we said, Christian Kirk, twenty one million dollars. I think Diggs was a steal. What's he, 17 to 26, depending on like with his incentives? Like, it's, Uh, I thought that was a steal for him.
0: Yeah. It can be, you know, uh, upwards to 104 million total. And I think that's with the incentives.
1: Yeah. So, like, you know, we'll see. I, again, I would just be shocked. I can't believe the 49ers would be dumb enough to let him go or let, let Bosa go. Like, you'll work it out. You know, you got to remember Garoppolo's number is still on that cap hit. Like they have two million dollars in cap room, but that's with Jimmy's whatever twenty-seven million dollars cap hit still. So they have money to spend. They're going to have to clear a little bit up, but you know, I I think something gets done. I'm not worried yet.
0: While we're talking contracts, another uh, social media load of bullshit happened today, and this isn't the first time that she's she has done this. Rachel Bush, wife of Jordan Poyer. Starts touting okay. off about how Poyer and Micah Hyde are completely underpaid, and it's ridiculous. Oh, and geez. it's the, you know, they've done so much for this team, they can't remain the low man all the time. And and she this isn't the first time. She did this before Poyer's last extension. She was running her mouth on Twitter about it. Meanwhile, they're on vacation in some rainforest because after she writes all this shit, she puts, anyways. Just got back from a walk in the rainforest. It was awesome. We did it barefoot, <laughs> and I'm like, "Why are you fucking on your phone, then? Like, shut up. Go go out and enjoy wow. your. Go on your fucking nature walk and shut up. Like, just stirs the pot. She does. She stirs the pot a lot. And Poyer never says anything. She's always her. So I don't know if it's yep. that's a, you know, they got that worked out between them or if Jordan, you know, on the sides, like, we you knock it the fuck off. Like, just shut up. <laughs> I, I doubt it though. I doubt it. But yeah. So she went on about Micah Hyde and Poyer being underpaid. So hopefully that doesn't turn into some issue or losing either of those guys. Cause that, I mean, if they, if their idea in the draft is to get one of these top corners, couple that with Tredavius white and, uh, Poyer and Hyde on the back end. That's a that's a really good secondary. So I yeah. don't know. We'll we'll see how it shakes out. But yeah, I just it's just what a this off season has been bananas. Like money, they're just throwing it, well, fucking money around like left and right.
1: Well, the money getting thrown around. The other thing that's kind of interesting to me, like you know, with Debo or even Diggs, like you obviously you can get the extension done with Diggs, so okay, that's fine. But like with Debo if if he's not going to come back if he wants that much money trade him because teams are giving up stupid amount so, of picks yeah right no, you yeah. Know, like it, it don't lose him for nothing like hey whatever send him down the road like i hope they don't do that but
0: you know but but if he wants if out get, some, anyway, something get something for him yeah. yeah don't just let him yeah. touch free agency i agree with that but
1: yeah. which, uh, which that's what that's what you saw with Adams and Hill it was like okay they're cool. not going to be back
0: so let's get something for him but what what I think, too, though, is like, think about the receivers in the draft the last few years and how every yeah. every every draft, like, it just seems like it's getting deeper and deeper as far as receivers go. And that's yep. why I do think that we're going to see this turn into what we had previously seen with running backs where they, hey, you're expendable. You become a dime a dozen. I'm not going to pay you a fuckload of money because if any GM's smart, he's going to realize that, you still win football games the same way with a good quarterback, pay your quarterback, pay the offensive yep. line, pay the defensive line. That's who you need to pay. Yep. And yeah, it'll be, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what like
1: the uh, say like the Packers and the chiefs, um, what they do is versus like the bills and the Raiders and, you know, the, the teams that are paying and going out and getting these guys, the dolphins, you know, who has more success. Cause if you see the chiefs and like the Packers do well this year, and these other teams don't do so hot, this might be the end of it. That's gonna be the end of paying t- people. They're just gonna go draft yeah. guys, and you know, this'll be the last big boon on uh receivers, I think.
0: This is one hundred percent the less need model of uh NFL yep. general managing.
1: Yep. Fuck yep. them just, picks. It, it,
0: <laughs> yep, that's a
1: can't can't blow the draft pick if you don't have any draft picks.
0: Yeah, that's Fair, you know what you're getting for when you trade for somebody. That's just what I, I mean. Yep. That's kind of been my opinion with first rounders for a while. But now that the price of these guys that you're trading for is going through the roof, yeah. it's like it's not worth it. You know, exactly. take your yep. take yep. your guy and groom him. If you swing and miss, I mean, as long as you have those, like I said, you got your quarterback, you got a line on both sides of the ball, swinging, swinging and missing on uh You know, think about the Patriots, Nikhil Harry. You know, they drafted him Yep. however many years ago, and it's still, like, it hasn't worked out as a first-rounder, but they've still had success regardless because of the other positions that they do have filled. But Exactly, yep. All right. I think that's all we got for the buzz. The buzz is brought to you by Bush Light. Latte aluminums are available wherever you buy your beer. You can opt for just the regular cans, too, or the glass bottles. It all tastes delicious. So get on in, get yourself some latte, aluminums, or whatever you so please. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with This Week in Sports History, Master's Edition. Whenever you crack open a bush light, the mountain starts singing. <laughs> it's cold and it's smooth and it's waiting for you. What is going on? Hit it, giant Kennedy. G. It's so smooth. Bush, line, beer. Hi, this is Brian Hagberg, and I wanted to take a moment to tell you about our new website, yourdailylocal.com. Your Daily Local is your new home for news, sports, and events in Warren County and beyond. Our goal is to cover the people, places, events, and happenings that matter to you in a variety of ways, including writing, video, and audio. And the best part? All of our content is available for free. Head to yourdailylocal.com to get the news you need when you need it.
1: Let's take a look back at This Week in Sports History.
0: This Week in Sports History brought to you by Your Daily Local. Visit Your Daily Local for news you need when you need it. That's yourdailylocal.com. Did I say that? I don't remember. You ready for this? (laughs) Yep. Three historic facts about the Masters. This is going to be a very short segment today. Number one, the Masters was originally first known for five years, it looks like, as the Augusta National Invitational Tournament prior to the word Masters being involved in it. It wasn't until 1939 that they switched it to what we now know it as the Masters. Number two, it's first ever champ. Do you know this one? Do you know who won the first-ever Masters? 1934? I do not know who won the
1: first-ever. Horton Smith. Horton Smith. Yep. Sounds familiar. I must have known it at some point, time, because otherwise I would never know that name.
0: Sounds like uh, – so that's like when they were using, like, just pieces of wood, right?
1: Uh, basically, yeah, hickory shafts.
0: The game's evolved. What do you think, like, top drives looked bit. like in 1934? man
1: not very far like uh,
0: 225 like I don't
1: I don't even think they went I don't even know if they went that far I, I think you're probably looking 180 to 200
0: what's we'll to look into that if I had to I guess I should have looked that up but I didn't think of that question until just now when we yeah. got into talking about the clubs a little bit I I can't yeah I
1: can't remember but I know it's not like you know wasn't anything crazy
0: number three Last but not least, in 1934, during the first ever, what we know as the Masters, then known as the Augusta National Invitation Tournament, they actually played numbers 10 through 18 were 1 through 9, and 1 through 9 was 10 through 18, as we know it now. They reversed all of that in the second year, 1935. Didn't see why they decided to do that. But, yeah, the very first year of the Masters, 10 through 18 was played as 1 through 9, and then, vice, you know, vice versa. No kidding. Yeah. So didn't know that one either. I did. Uh, yeah, I never. I just looked up some Masters facts. Well, actually, I got into, like, I went as far back as I could, which was 1934. Oh, and actually, in 1934, the very first ever tournament, it was on my birthday, March twenty second. So it was March twenty second, nineteen twenty four. No kidding. I was negative fifty years old. <laughs> not bad. First, not bad. First ever Masters. That's it, though. Do you got any historic facts about the Masters that you want to share? I've got nothing good. Other other than I think this year they
1: were, what was it? Their peach peach ice cream sandwich they couldn't get this year. Supply chain issues. That's not really a sports history fact, but. They've had the same menu for like I don't know how many years, forever. Like a dollar for a sandwich, it's great. $1.50 so fifty for a beer.
0: Oh yeah! Did you see the the thing I shared on the on the Facebook page? It. The guy who had the stack of green cups like this high. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, he's drunk on twenty bucks.
0: And I put. <laughs> Honey, I'm just going out for one or two beers, and it's just this guy standing there with a fucking stack of cups. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was a good photo. Uh, Chris Giordano, shout out. He's the one who uh, posted that, and I got permission to steal it. Actually, I just told him I was going to steal it, so he didn't care. But uh, Great photo, though. It was funny. All right, this week in sports history brought you by Your Daily Local. Visit yourdailylocal.com for the news you need, when you need it. We're going to take a quick break and we will be back with Skeddy on. Hey there, everyone. This is Phil with JP Photography. I know, I know. A photography ad on a sports show? I get it. You're here for sports talk and listening to Joe and Skeddy's insane rambling. Wait, what? But bear with me for a few. I just want to tell you that JP Photography not only offers wedding photography, but also does events, engagements, headshots, family photos, and even some product photography. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for JP Photography or go directly to our website at johnphilphotography.com. That's J-O-N-P-H-I-L photography.com.
1: Hey everyone, it's Sketty, and I want to give a shout out to Rocket Detailing in North Warren. They make it super convenient and easy to have your car detailed. It's a high quality detail at an affordable price. They came and picked up my truck, got all the winter shit off, and dropped it back off looking brand new. You spend so much time driving to work and running errands, Why not make your commute a more pleasant one? Contact Rocket Detailing, 814-313-4462 to set up an appointment. Or give their Facebook page a follow if you want to see some shiny cars. Mention Beehive for 10% off your detail. He's absolute trash.
0: Skeddy on. Let's have a listen to what is on this week.
1: 0% chance that works. <laughs> it still still gets me every time. Well, this week Skeddy on is brought to you by Rocket Detailing. Again, you can reach them at 814-313-4462. Make sure to follow them on Facebook and mention us, The Beehive, for 10% off your next detail. The guy does phenomenal work. My dad is like impossible to please. He does my dad's vehicles and he just like raves about him. So if he can please big Dave, he'll please you too. I promise.
0: So uh, we have to note now, since Phil is no longer the victim of your intro, uh, that <laughs> yeah. rocket detailing is not who Sketty's talking about when he says he's absolute trash. <laughs> so we ha- We have to add that. We have to throw that disclaimer in first time. And then everybody knows the rest of the way, but, uh, so Phil got bumped up and yeah, it's just, you know, all right. So what are we on? We're on LeBron. Oh yeah. All right. Hold on. Cue the music. Go.
1: Well, this week we're going to talk about LeBron surpassing Tom Brady as the biggest sports douchebag of all time, which I know Brady just passed in the other week. So this seems kind of quick. But what a bum. Sitting out when the Lakers need to win the game to stay in the playoff hunt, and he goes, oh, my little ankle is sprained. Princess LeBranda, Michael Jordan, you would have had to cut both of his legs off for him to not go out there in a must-win game. This is 100% the biggest bitch move in the history of freaking sports. He knew they weren't going to make the playoffs even if he did go out there, so he uses this little excuse and says, well, I was hurt. That's why we missed the playoffs." Uh, it has nothing to do with the fact that I got a bunch of old, washed-up guys that I think are good, and we traded all our good young talent away. effing bum, can't stand them. But say about that because Tigers on and life is good. You can't be mad about anything right now. It's a weak skeddy on this week. I apologize. Things are just too good. I don't know what to tell you.
0: I thought I still thought it was good. Thanks. It was a good skeddy on because. It's just,
1: it's hard It's hard to be you're fired right, up though. about anything right now.
0: Well, that's true. But you're right about, and what did you, what did I tell you when you said, uh, what would Jordan have done? I said he would have went out there in a walking boot and still scored 50. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. There's just no, like, I mean, they were barely hanging on anyway, but like, there's no way. Like, he just, I, I just can't stand the guy. I cannot stand the guy.
0: Yeah, me neither. But you know what? Like, Story attached to this is not getting enough attention. Did you see who – so LeBron's asked, uh, you know, who who else he would like to play with in the NBA. And he's targeting – zoning his sights in on Steph Curry. Oh, I did see – yep. Did you see Steph Curry's response? I did not see Curry's response. Curry says, oh, really? Well, yeah, he does always pick me in the All-Star game. I don't know if that suffices, but right now I'm cool. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, I mean, the, guy is a team, the guy is a team destroyer like i don't care what anyone wants to tell you like he's one fortune. yeah the lakers got their shitty bubble championship that no one gives a shit about other than lakers fans and Braun. but like he's gonna leave like I, I i don't think he's going to golden state i think he's going back to cleveland because cleveland has good young talent and he's just gonna leave the lakers a complete mess like the lakers will be ruined for years
0: I saw, a stat like that, for years. I saw a stat, too, that said, like, they've missed the playoffs, like, 12 years in their whole existence.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a ridiculously a- long like Yeah.
0: Seven of them have come since, like, I don't know, whatever, past 10 years or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I, I just think, I think the guy's just going to hop. I, I think Cleveland. I think he's coming back to Cleveland. Cleveland's got a good young team. He's just going to say it doesn't work. And like, and then everyone will say, oh, look how terrible the Lakers are as soon as LeBron left. Yeah, because just like the heat, he brought all these guys in, or like the Cavs, he brings all these guys in, and then leaves, and then they're just yeah. garbage because like, they have bad contracts. There's no depth. It, it's
0: just, yeah, I don't know. The guy's just a, the fake goat. He destroys everything. All yes, right. It, just, that, yeah. That, wrap it I, uh, that wraps it
1: up? That wraps it up i guess i gotta do the outro huh this is new outro. kids we're working on this <laughs> <laughs> this week. getting on again brought to you by rocket detailing one more time it's 814-313-4462 and don't forget to mention us the beehive for 10 percent off your next detail
0: i will take a quick break we'll be back with the things that sting Jones Pest Control, your hometown pest control company, servicing residential and commercial properties in Warren and surrounding areas since 2015. Sean and his crew will work tirelessly to keep your home or business free of insects to rodents and everything in between. Contact Jones Pest Control at 814-230-9548 and set up an appointment today. And remember, ants, spiders, bees, or mice don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control, 814-230-9548.
1: Checkout Out means sales and services with two locations on Warren's east side. Their garage at 800 Lexington Avenue not only services cars sold by means, but has knowledgeable staff and modern state-of-the-art equipment waiting to serve their hometown of Warren. Whatever you need, including alignments, tires, brakes, yearly or enhanced PA inspections, oil changes, and much more. Make your appointment today at 814-723. 7191 extension 2. now time for the things that sting the worst stories in sports according to Joe
0: this edition of things that stings powered by Jones pest control Ants, spiders bees or mice don't think twice call Jones pest control at 814-230-9548 get your appointment today it is the season he's going to be beginning here uh, once the temperatures finally get above 60 maybe for more than one day Uh, that's when he's gonna be out and about so get your appointment in uh So we got some good ones today, and I know this one you were upset about because you think she's hot, but Hope Solo, (laughs) uh, 40-year-old Hope Solo, charged with DUI and child abuse by the Winston-Salem Police Department in North Carolina. She was uh, reported by, you know, a witness calls in, says she's been asleep in the car for for an hour with the vehicle running. Her two-year-old twin children were in the vehicle uh, when police arrived they they wake her up smell alcohol bloodshot eyes uh she refused testing but a search warrant was obtained for her blood uh her next court date is june 28th so yeah the child abuse obviously would be uh tacked on because of the uh children in the car while she was dui so not not looking great and it's not hope solo's first like run in with the police i don't know if you remember this but her husband's jeremy stevens do you remember him the old NFL yeah. tight end. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. She was like, I think, and I think there was body cam of it where her uh, Jeremy Stevens was being charged with a DUI. I think it was like 2015. And she's like in the background, just screaming at the police for arresting him for DUI. So obviously there's some alcohol stuff going on in that family. And and uh, from what the statement she released is why I say that because uh, you know her. Her and her lawyer released stuff saying that there's more to this, and she wants to be heard and will be heard, and you know the the usual lawyer stuff that comes yeah, out yeah. after something like this happens. But uh so that one, as I said, next court date June 28th. So we'll revisit that one there in the future. Next one, this is a former. So if anybody ever says I'm biased, just remember this one because Alex Carrington was a career Buffalo Bill, drafted by them, played six seasons, uh, then was signed with the Texans and was cut uh, before the season even started. Hasn't appeared in the league since. Uh, Alex Carrington, so he's 34 years old. He's He still lives in the Buffalo area, Niagara County. Uh, he's pulled over by sheriff's deputies for speeding and no headlight. While police approach, they smell the odor of alcohol, start questioning him regarding that ask him to step out of the vehicle, he refuses, and not only does that, but actually turns the car back on, indicating that he's about to drive away. Uh, They end up ordering him out, ordering him out. He will not. They tase him, get him out of the car. There's body cam video of this, which I haven't watched yet, but uh, read narrations of it. Um, Prior to them getting him out of the car, a cover officer on the passenger side window observed a magazine, a, a pistol magazine in the driver's side door like in the pocket uh, and relays that to the officer who's there so they're starting to think he has a gun in the car now we you know now they definitely want to get him out of the car so that he's away from the gun uh, assuming it's not on his person when they do get him out of the vehicle he has a loaded Glock 17 underneath his uh, leg of the seat he's sitting in so like under his thigh area kind of tucked between the center console and his driver's seat, so they get the loaded uh, Glock 17. Two more high capacity magazines were found, which I haven't dug into completely, but I know that that's kind of a I, I think high capacity magazines in New York's like a giant no-no. I know it is in New Jersey, but I, I think New York as well, right? Um, so, where am I at here? So, his charges which I had to, uh, get some help on these from a JPD officer because New York's, uh, their gradings are just confusing to me because there's so many and like PA, I've said this a thousand times is simple. It's one, two, and three, you know, felony one, two, and three, misdemeanor one, two, and three, and then summary offense. So there's literally seven potentials. There's some ungraded but so I guess more than seven, but, um, so it's just easy for me, you know. I understand that. I also work with it. But uh, so New York, criminal possession of a weapon second is a C class felony. He's also charged with criminal possession of a weapon third, which is a D felony. So the dipshit bill reform that they have up there? Yeah. Uh, you know how, like, you can basically do anything uh, aside from and murder say, and, and Yeah, hey, show up in court. Yeah. You so, <laughs>
1: Here's your so ticket. Th-
0: These two charges actually do require bail be set. So he did go to jail, uh, but was later released on bond. His other charges are resisting arrest, obstruction of justice, uh, DUI, and several summary offenses. It has now been released, too, that the gun does not belong to him, which is also going to be, I don't know if that's going to add an additional. Well, I don't know if it adds an additional charge or if uh, it it falls under one of those two, uh, the C or D felony. I'm unsure on that. Um, but he was actually due back in court today. So there was no like media update yet. Uh, so, but he was, he was due back in court today. So we'll see what, uh, you know, that's something I can probably look into for next week's um, show. On to the last, before we get to the rundown, MLB in true fashion, you know, every year this happens. So it's just like, yeah. Just wait. You just wait for a couple it days is. before yeah. you wait for a couple days before the season and they hand out some suspensions. Uh Pedro Severino, of of the four guys who were suspended, Pedro Severino was the only one who was active on a roster. He was a catcher for the Brewers. The other three, Richard Rodriguez, Jose Rondon, and Daniel Santana, all free agents. The four of them each got eighty games for the respective uh, anti drug policy, anti doping policy, whatever you want to call it for performing performance enhancing drugs. So uh, it was just like you know, it's just we just wait for that each year. But those are your lucky winners for twenty twenty two. So that brings us to the rundown. Music. Good. (laughs) All right. Jerry Jones, his lawyer releases a statement saying that he's uh, paid millions to the woman who has recently, uh, or or one in the past who's accused him of mothering a child or whatever, but there's some adultery stuff going on. So Jerry Jones is dishing out money left and right to people to nobody's surprise. This one's my favorite Evansville baseball. Okay. It's a Twitter account, obviously a team. But they have a Twitter account, pretty active Twitter account. A few people started sharing this video with no names attached to it. And it says father and son having a good time practicing some uh, 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 batting practice. They're in a a cage. Dad's throwing, son's hitting. It doesn't note on the video who it is. But I'll tell you in a second who it is because Evansville Baseball gets on there and starts critiquing the shit out of his swing. Oh, the launch angle, this, you know, if you hit like, if you continue that, your, your average will be, you know, between 150 and 200, just going bananas about this fucking video, right? <laughs> yeah. It's Mike Trout in the batting cage. <laughs> <laughs> so all these people are like, you know, it's Mike Trout. Even Mike Trout got in on the Twitter stuff and was like, yo... <laughs> That's me, bud. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the tips, so, though. because they start. Oh, they just start, so completely boom your boom roasted Evansville baseball because uh, source Mike Trout. This one's kind of sad, actually. Luke Matthews, son of Hall of Fame offensive lineman Bruce Matthews, if you remember Bruce Matthews in the Houston Oilers days, him and uh, Bruce Smith used to match up against each other. And it was a, a well-documented uh, rival between those two individual players. Uh, his son, Luke, medically retires from Texas A&M as a college offensive lineman where he had uh, several injuries stacking up and heat. So he takes uh, medical retirement. So that's a shame because anybody with that last name who ends up an offensive lineman, kind of, like, he has like four kids. And I think a few of them are Jake and uh, them are all in the league. So... It's a shame for him. Next one up. A youth basketball ref receives 30 stitches after he's attacked by an entire team of 8th graders at Stronghold Christian Church in Georgia. So, church league basketball hosting AAU games. And this ref just gets jumped by the team who is uh, upset with his calls. So... Good stuff. That's a misdemeanor one in Pennsylvania. In case you're wondering, assault on a sports official uh, is a its own charge, has its own section. I did so. not
1: know that. It's
0: yeah, just not yeah. Just
1: a regular assault.
0: Well, uh, you can. No, I mean, you would okay. you would charge simple assault, but you would tack on assault on a sports official. It's like a bonus because if they're attacked in the realm of their duties, like and it, that it even says that in the section. If it's attacked based off of what took place during in a sports event then, yeah, it's a fucking other crime. So that's being investigated. Probably going to be a shitload of kids on juvenile probation down in Georgia. Who the hell knows? Last but not least, six state attorney generals sent a letter of warning to NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell saying that there could be an investigation and possible lawsuits on the NFL if they don't look at the mistreatment of female employees. The states involved are New York, Illinois, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Oregon, and Washington. So, six states come forward with uh, a threat. Basically, they call it a letter of warning, but I take it—I I take it as a threat.
1: I I, I, why am I not surprised by that list of states?
0: Well. I wasn't gonna why say, it, but I'm deprived. glad.
1: I'm, I'm glad you did. <laughs> like I'm just saying, why am I not shocked?
0: Yeah, I mean I'm not either. I mean, but yeah. So they send uh, the six six states, and I don't know what will come of that, or if the NFL will respond. Is there
1: like, did it say? Is there like a
0: like what's yeah, going on?
1: Is there a backstory to like why? Like
0: I, I'm sure it all revolves around Dan Snyder.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. Okay, so like, yeah, if it's a Dan Snyder, like. Hey, there's something going on here, then yes, there should be. Yeah, I,
0: I didn't get a chance because this was like 20 minutes before showtime while I was scurrying to just write stuff. And I didn't get a chance to, to but there is, like, you can see the letter and they do outline uh, different stuff. I don't know if they get into specifics. I could look into that because that could have actually probably made, like, the top three stories kind of a big yeah. deal instead of the rundown. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so maybe we'll revisit that one and and I'll look into it a little bit more and I'll see if it's worth a fuck. And if it is, then we'll talk about it next week. But uh, yep. yeah, so that's, that's the things to sing this week. Satisfied? Satisfied. All right. This edition of the things to sting powered by Jones pest control. ants, spiders, bees, or mice. Don't think twice. Call Jones pest control at 814-230-9548. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with, uh, getting into some pro sports scandals. And we're going to read through some of the comments that came on the Facebook page and maybe talk about it, uh, a couple of them a little bit more in depth. See in a few. Blue Line Auto, located at 1606 Pennsylvania Avenue East in Warren, is locally owned and operated and is a family-run business specializing in vehicle sales and service. They offer state and safety inspections and general car repairs, including but not limited to brakes and rotors, tires, oil changes, batteries, starters, and alternators. They also offer vehicle undercoating prior to winter to help keep your vehicle protected. Currently, their hours are Monday through Wednesday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Thursday and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call them today to schedule your next appointment at 814-230-9061. Your safety is their goal. Hi, this is Ryan Klein, the host of the new pop culture podcast, Me, Myself, and Ryan. You can find me on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and several other platforms. Special guests, breakaway shows, bonus episodes, cold beers, and a whole lot more. So what are you guys and gals waiting for? Subscribe now to the Me, Myself, and Rye podcast on Spotify or wherever it is that you get your shows and start listening today. My Hive, Joe and Sketty's very own world of sports. My Hive is presented by Blue Line Auto. For all your automotive needs, call Blue Line Auto at 814-230-9061 or stop in at 1606 Pennsylvania Avenue, Easton Warren. All right, so we... Got into, well, I put a post up. I mean, this was kind of late, but we still actually got quite a few comments on it, which was cool because it was very last minute. Uh, But something I did want to bring up because I probably catch a rash of shit from people if I don't. Carlos Beltran comes out and starts discussing the Astros cheating scandal from 2017, uh, where he openly admits that, uh, you know, they were wrong for doing what they did. And, Says they took it too far, uh, you know, and then kind of discussed the punishments a little bit. So that that being now that he's uh, working for, I think it's the Yes Network, the Yankees um, channel. But I, I have to be careful what I say because I'm still under my oath from October 22nd of 2021, where I'm not allowed to badmouth the Yankees. Um, so it's at like six six more months. I gotta go.
1: <laughs> we're almost to the Getting halfway close. point
0: and yeah and 15 days 15 days we'll be at the half halfway point and then darren darren's gonna celebrate that day he's probably got marked in his calendar because then i'll stop fucking with the dodgers so much <laughs> it's it's true yeah, yeah. It's It is. Just, that's just what it, is. it I, is i i desperately want to be saying things about the yankees however i cannot so we got into uh what we did was we put a post up there on the, on the Facebook page saying, what are some of the scandals, you know, that you, you think are some of the worst scandals and we got a lot of different ones. So it's pretty cool. Uh, but first, Getty, what, what do you think? Like what's yours? And then I'll, I'll actually get into I'm mine gonna, a little bit. And
1: I I was looking at the uh, Facebook list. So there's some good ones on there. So I'm going to go with one. That's kind of like out of the blue that I just learned about last night. Actually. I don't know if we would call it a scandal so much, but, uh, out with out for uh, beers with the guys and we're talking about tiger woods and you know the different equipment that he used throughout his career and stuff and i had no idea that apparently when he signed with nike the nike irons that he was using were actually mizuno irons that they just took and put a nike stamp on because the nike product was so fucking bad that he's just like yeah i'm not playing these so so wait. they took mizuno ir- yeah so i don't know if they like paid mizuno to do that like nike kicked the money or what I, but I had no idea. I I should have researched this more after the topic came up. But, yes, he was playing Mizuno irons. Tiger was. Stamped with a Nike logo. Tiger was, yeah. Because, like, now you can buy his – his he's, like, tailor-made everything. You can buy the actual TW uh, tailor-made irons. But back then, you could never buy the irons that Tiger was using because they were actually Mizunos, not Nike irons. So, like, you couldn't go just buy one, you know, or buy so we don't.
0: So we don't know if it was Nike who's like, dude, our fucking clubs suck. Get those and just put our logo on them. Well,
1: it, well I think that I think that Tiger said, "I'm not playing this dog shit." Because I remember he played, couldn't remember the name of the driver, but it was like this big blue monstrosity, and he just couldn't hit the thing. Like he hated it. Um, I think he actually ended up switching back to Titleist after that. Like he was just like, "I can't, I just, I can't play this thing."
0: Um, That's Interesting.
1: But the way the the reason it came up because did you see this week that? Tiger's wearing foot joy shoes, not Nike shoes. And when he was asked about it, he said, I need the stability. Like, you know, Nike just doesn't have a product that's stable enough with my bad legs. So like, and like he said, you know, we're still working with Nike and Nike's working on making a shoe that will, you know, work for him right now with it, with his injury situation, which just blew my mind. Like, this is like your biggest athlete maybe of all time after Michael Jordan, like, how did you not just copy a Foot shoe? Like, how, how did you not figure this out months ago? It blows so, my mind. But
0: yeah, I so that's what how, we'll that's do. how came up. I'm taking some notes here. And what I think we're going to do is we're going to list some of these scandals that are super kind of in depth and maybe interesting. And maybe we'll have sports history like scandal month and we'll just go through past like scandals it. a little bit. I think that's a good idea so yeah yeah all right tiger clubs i wrote that one down yeah i definitely want to look into that so i i um, I want to
1: look into that more i forgot
0: so just looking at at some of them here uh well
1: well, darren just said here darren just brought this up too that he quit using nike's balls and he uses bridgestone now which is which is true because nike quit making golf equipment they might still make balls i'm not sure but that actually there was a rumor that for a while, he was playing a Bridgestone ball just stamped with a Nike symbol on it, too. They, they That's the guy I said last night. Didn't look into that one. Like, he uh, basically yeah. was
0: just like, your equipment sucks. All right. So, I'm just going to add Nike to that so I remember what to look at. Also, Sketty, could you please, uh, in regards to the Yankees, could you please read this comment for me?
1: Oh, uh, yes. Todd Bowersox brought up, Yankees suck. You're welcome.
0: All right. For you, uh, That's for uh, you, Yeah. Jeff. I couldn't read that one out loud. So thank you, Sketty, for taking care of that one for me. Um, so I'm going to get uh, Brian Lastman. This is one that I'm probably going to say is one of my like favorite, I guess, if, if like it's most interesting to me. And we already covered it in a past episode. I don't even remember when. I'd have to like way look back. But it was an episode a long time ago. Um, Tanya, he says, how about Tanya Harding? So that oh, yeah. to me yeah, that's, is that's one of the most one. wild, like, yeah. And that one goes like super in depth to where there's meetings yeah. and people involved, like, yeah, just some like shady ass dudes involved. And, uh, you know, the trouble that came with that, maybe I'll, uh, if we ever want to revisit that, I could probably rip the audio from, uh, that past episode and just upload yeah. it and we you know, add that in there. Uh, So let's go look at some more of these. Black Sox were on here a couple times. The nineteen nineteen Black Sox scandal. So that, you know, obviously Shoeless Joe and uh, Kevin Costner's dad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All those guys kicked out. Yeah. Yeah. SMU and SMU we went over the other day. That was, right? Or not the other day, but.
1: Yep. Yeah, a few weeks ago, a couple, couple weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, we got yeah, into SMU SM- was a good one, yep, that's a
0: good scandal. Uh, yeah, the football booster scandal and then ASU point shaving. We have Andy Tkachuk, Tim Zafino yeah, has I think two I brought that he one said up. He said the paid-off French judge in figure skating in the Olympics who gave gold to the Russians. I haven't looked into that. Yep. Uh, I don't know a lot about that one, but that would be one I'm going to I'm going to put that on here too. French judge.
1: I can't remember. There was like a, I think Netflix has like a hour long documentary on that hour on that. Or two hour long one on, on Netflix. I think you can get on and watch it. It's part of, I can't remember the name of the, it's like a little kind of like mini series almost that of like different scandals, which I think the Arizona state point shaving scandal was in that one it is yeah
0: i forget what the name of it is what the heck it's called i I need to watch that because that could be good for for this if we yeah do like if we do if we change sports history to a couple months of like straight sports scandals i mean it's still history right so we're we're still tackling that it's just not this maybe not that week but whatever We're, we're flexible yeah uh Tim Donahue that that one's awesome. And actually he did a really good interview on pardon my take where he actually got into like the details of that. So that's one uh, that I would definitely be interested in learning more about because I did watch that. And um, what I do recall from that interview too, is like what he would say is that the NBA as a league would have officials meetings like almost weekly. And, each week they would target kind of something that they're like, Hey, this is going on a little bit too much. We want you to start calling it. And, uh, the, uh, Tim knew which refs would go into that realm of thinking and which ones would kind of stay independent and just call the game as they saw it, not listen, you know, forego what the NBA had to say. And, uh, he basically would, that's how he would make his wagers. Like he would say, you know, you know, this is what's happening. Hey, just so you know, this is what they're going to be calling a lot in this game. You know, you're probably going to get 25, 30 more free throws in this game than you are in this game. So just something to keep, you know, just stuff like that. So we'll dig into that one, too, because that one's always been interesting to me as well. Uh, oh, Tim Zafino, Yeah, the other one he had was Ray Carruth killing his baby mama, then driving through Tennessee with her body in the trunk.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I don't not, know if that one's so much a scandal, not, but not, yeah, that's yeah.
0: Just, yeah, it's just, that's just murder. <laughs> yeah, it's just murder, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's
0: just murder. But yes,
1: that was a wild
0: one. But still, yeah, that is, that is a, that's another story that we should bring up sometime because that could go into sports history as well. So I'll write that one down. Cause I don't know a lot about that case. Do you, I remember like when it happened, I remember his mugshot, yeah. like I can see his mugshot in my head, but I don't, like know too much about the details it was of like it. Like didn't want, even like,
1: she was like, pre- I think she was pregnant or maybe, yeah, I think she was pregnant because the the kid has like he had major issues because he was like whatever, uh, premature like the... or you know because
0: oh they saved yeah they had a baby
1: like, yeah yeah kid's alive yeah no shit or what or was alive the grandmother was taking
0: care of him Uh but he was like yeah. Scott Arthur, New Orleans Saints, Bounty Gate. That's a good yeah. one. Bounty Gate's a good That's one. That's a good one. That's yep. Greg Greg Williams. Didn't Sean Payton get suspended a year for that, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sat out a year. Yep. And there's like audio. Remember the audio that came out of like locker room where he was like, If you kill the head, the body will die. Yep. And he yep. was the Bill's coach yep. for a good. while. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, he, clearly, whatever he was. Whatever he was preaching that in Buffalo, it didn't fucking work because they were terrible.
1: He he was the Browns coach after that when they fired – was it when they fired Hugh Jackson, like Baker's rookie year?
0: No. Was second,
1: Was yeah. yeah, he was the interim coach, and then at the end of the year, like they were actually good, and then they were like, nah, sorry, Greg, we're going to hire Freddie Kitchens instead. We're going to promote him.
0: You can be the defensive Uh-oh.
1: coordinator still. And he was like, nah, I'm real good. Because I thought for sure, I was like, they're going to have to give this guy a head coaching job. Like, the team was good. They got better.
0: They got better. And just,
1: nope. Yeah. Just, nope, we're going to go with Freddie Kitchens, and then they were just trash.
0: So, that, yeah, that one's that one's kind of a big deal. You know, nobody on here at all mentioned New England, except for Bobby Pring, and he just put the scandal of how the Patriots think they're a contender this year in the AFC. <laughs> Doesn't even, doesn't I, I wasn't
1: surprised didn't see nobody. New England's got New England's got like Flate Gate. They got the the Gate
0: uh, taping practices. Yeah, yeah Spygate. Spygate.
1: They've got three. No one brought them up. It blows my mind.
0: Yeah, the Astros do it, and the world comes crashing down. New England does it, and nobody gives a shit.
1: That's because no one wants to hate on Tom Brady and call him out for the cheater piece of shit that he is. I'm the only, I'm one of however many people are on the planet, seven billion. One, Just,
0: but but so one Tom of one in your category.
1: Here. Yeah, I am. I am.
0: Well, I mean, and and he did. He like smashed a cell phone, and yeah, didn't yeah, accidentally broke it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, Tom. like he destroyed yeah. no, evidence. No, forget about that. Yeah, no, No Scott, one cares about that.
0: Scott Arthur says because no one likes the Astros. Well, who the fuck likes the Patriots? Rid, Even better rid, question. Riddle me that, bud. Cause I don't think anybody if, if there's a more hated team pre either one of them cheating, I would still think people hated New England more. There has I mean, to the be world, like- the world kind of loved Houston during the World Series run before the cheating because Hurricane Harvey. Uh like yeah. they got displaced, you know, there's a lot of people in Houston displaced. The Astros had to play home games in Tampa at that fucking pile of shit stadium. Uh, yep, I bet that Tropicana, the dome. That place yep. makes that place makes Highmark and Buffalo look like fucking uh like LA's new stadium. <laughs> it's bad. That is one of the that, that that's the fun. the worst structure I've ever been in that sports are played in is hands down Tropicana field. No kidding. I went I went to I was in a wedding in Florida and Went to where while we were there, Houston just happened to be in town, like it just matched up. And I met my buddy Thompson, and we went down to uh, we met in St. Pete and went down and watched a game at the Trop, and it was just it was like gross. Like, pretty, pretty was, rough, huh? No, it's it's like the ceiling's like low, it's weird, it's fucking weird. Darren, I've been to Minute Maid Park. And it's a nice place to watch a game. Yes, it is. I've been there three times. Uh, very first time being World Series Game 3 in 2017 when Hugh Darvish was letting fucking Yuli Gurriel just take him deep every time he wanted to. It was awesome. <laughs> but, of course, it sounds like he knew a pitch was coming, so I guess it wasn't very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Although Hugh Darvish, it was noted during that, so we're talking the scandal, that scandal now. Uh, Hugh Darvish was like outed for tipping his pitches during the World Series too. Like somebody noticed. That. I remember that, yeah. And there was a story yeah. about that too. So, so on top of them knowing yeah, what's coming, that, he yeah. he was con- he was confirming it. He's trying to tell him, yeah. Yeah. So it is what it is, you know. Yeah. See, Darren even admits yeah. he was tipping pitches. So. The Astros weren't cheating. They're just smart. And your pitcher's an idiot. That's what it came down to. Uh, another scandal that was mentioned by Todd Bowersox, the PSU uh, Sandusky sc- scandal. So that's a, that's probably one of the biggest, well-known, well-documented ones. Cause that's fucking insane. And we mentioned that's, that. Go ahead. We should
1: do a deep dive on that sometime. Cause I ha I still like, I'm not defending Penn state, but I just, the story, I cannot make myself believe the story as they tell it is, is what happened. Like I just cannot wrap my head around the fact that what the hell was the ginger's name? Oh, uh, uh, I can't even think of the guy's name now.
0: Yeah. I can't either. Was it McQuery? McQueary. Mike
1: McQueary. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't, I can't fathom that, He walked in the locker room, saw what he claims he saw, and just thought to himself, I'm gonna call my dad. That's what I'm gonna do. That's how we're gonna figure this out. Dad, what do we do? Like, are you fucking shitting me? Yeah.
0: That's what
1: your course of action was. Like, I just don't like that part just makes no sense that it it happened. Like, I don't believe McQuery at all. That that's where I I guess I'm at. Like I don't believe that it happened.
0: You know, you you went and
1: told people in explicit detail.
0: This is what I saw. And they were just like,
1: well,
0: um, nothing, okay. No problem. They yeah, I agree. Like, I,
1: just, I, yeah, like, I, just I agree. I
0: agree. To, a, to a point, I agree. Um, the other thing, too, is, you know, of course, now take this for what you will, because a lot of people will. But one person who has done a deep dive into this and listened to several uh, radio shows about it and everything is California. And California. Yeah, oh, I'm
1: sure.
0: Yep. Well, and I always take. Note that he is a huge Penn State fan. Yeah. And yep. but he also says, you know, the uh stuff that he's learned about the case and everything and and all the listening he's done is that it he's kind of where you are like there's a lot that doesn't add up.
1: That's a, that's the one thing I thought is it just never makes sense like there's no way you you can make me believe that you went to whoever it was, the AD, Paterno, and said, hey, I saw this guy, you know, raping this kid in the shower, A, you did nothing about it other than leave and call your dad, you told him that that's exactly what you saw, and they thought, yeah no problem, like, I can see that, hey, he thought something was going on, or maybe saw something, and then didn't, like, he said, well, I don't know what I saw, you know, I think I saw something inappropriate, like, he laid it on thin to him, maybe, like, it just doesn't, I don't think we're getting the whole truth. I guess that's that's where I'm at. Just I can never wrap my head around I
0: think, that. Like, I think something happened. Something definitely happened. I agree. I agree. I yeah. I, I don't agree. I don't know that I believe that it's as like well known and as as hidden as people are making yeah. it seem. That that part I'm yeah. with. Because everybody knew. And and I, what what article or news story did we talk about last week where I was quoting somebody? And uh, they said something that it was just like, holy fuck, you're so guilty. Do you remember? It was last week. I said. Oh, was it,
1: it? Was it? You're talking about Deshaun Watson?
0: Yes. Maybe it was Deshaun. Like his, his I, don't, whole, like... I, I don't remember, but some quote. Yeah, it was Deshaun. You're right. But I don't remember exactly what the quote was. But it takes me back to what I said that reminded me of, which is when Sandusky does his press conference, which his lawyer was probably like no like as he's saying these (laughs) words because he's literally he literally says the the question is posed to him are you sexually attracted to little boys and he hums for a minute and then repeats the question out loud like you do not need to think about the answer to this if you're not exactly you just say no you probably hard know it with like a fuck no and you know you move on from there but he didn't he's like huh am i (laughs) Ah, <laughs> kind of fucking sounds like it when you do that. Like it, it, you know. Like I'm, yeah. I am a. I. I. We always the the police joke when yeah. something obvious happens is yeah. we we'll all say, "Well, I'm no detective." <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. And in, in, and this is a yeah. prime right. example.
0: Well, Mr. Sandusky, I'm no detective. However,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It appears as though yeah. you were definitely attracted oh, to yeah. little boys, and that's disgusting, and now he's where he belongs. So, yes, something definitely yeah, happened. Yeah, absolutely. Was it as in-depth? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe – I doubt it. I doubt California would come on and talk about it because it's not a very popular view that he has, and he's not defending Sandusky. Well, yeah. He's defending oh, some yeah. of the no, other people. And, and so maybe he would, maybe he wouldn't. If he won't, I'll just have him – educate me and maybe point me in the direction of what he listened to because that one could take a while to write and that could be a long segment because there's a fuckload of information that comes on with all of that you know correct ed yeah patrol sergeant no detective
1: (laughs) yeah it's just yeah i I, again just it just doesn't ever i've never been able to make myself say say this all adds up as the way they're telling it like you know obviously seeing Dusty was guilty my question is, how much did the the school know? Like, how much did they actually know? Like, or did it, you know, is McQueary just burying them?
0: They, always, yeah, that's always
1: been my question.
0: We always rag on Scotty Reynolds because he went to that football camp. And he has a picture. <laughs> yeah, I never <know>. <laughs> seen got that got picture? picture with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah. He claims nothing happened, so that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Trying to look through a couple more of these before we call it a night.
1: Uh, the steroid era Danny in baseball.
0: Al-Monte? Oh yeah, go ahead with that one. I don't know a lot about that. I see, Danny Almonte. You don't remember that? I don't, but I looked uh, it up. Little, but...
1: little Little League World Series. Like this kid was pitching and just absolutely dusting people. Like, I think he had a perfect game during the Little <laughs> League World Series. Like, just, like, <laughs> dusting kids.
0: Who like, did he he play was for? a
1: phenom. And then, I don't remember what. I don't remember if it was. I don't know if he played on one of the American teams or if he played for like Puerto Rico or something like I don't I don't remember who it was. But somebody in yeah, the comments is going to beat
0: me to this, but I'm going to look it up.
1: Yeah, he just he just absolutely was dusting kids, and like everyone was just, oh my gosh, he's a phenom. This is so great. Then it turns out he's like 15 years old. They just they forged his forged his uh, birth certificate.
0: I'm looking now. That's like the
1: joke. I don't. I can't remember what movie it is. Like. Bench warmers, or something like that, Or they got that the giant adult guy playing with the kids. I need to see your birth certificate. It's just a piece <laughs> of paper with crayon written. I am 12.
0: Uh, little league world series. So let's see here. Oh, he played for a team from Bronx, so he was a, okay. Yeah, that's what I okay. thought. I thought
1: it was, yeah,
0: he's from the Dominican, but he played.
1: From Dominican. So crazy. how old
0: was he? So this was in 2001. I want to say he was like 15. He was 12 when he got to really? the Bronx. Yeah, he threw uh
1: <laughs> He was not 12 when he played in the Little League World Series.
0: Um, Amani threw a no-hitter and also threw the... Uh, yeah, threw a, a no-hitter <laughs> and a perfect game and a one-hitter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I say. He was just absolutely dusting kids. Sixty-two <laughs> strikeouts.
0: Like, Sixty-two strikeouts out of yeah. seventy-two batter's face. This is fucking hilarious. Yep. All right. Right in this one. Oh yeah, he, he's Jen. Yeah,
1: that's a good one. That, I think I don't know if Tori said it. So a couple people said it. And I was like, yep, that, that's a really good one.
0: It's like uh when um who is it? Giancarlo Stanton was formerly like yeah. Stanton. Yeah, yeah. Remember when I learned that and I was just dying? I thought that was the funniest shit I've ever heard. This is funny, though. So they... Oh, yeah. It's... So, yeah, the tw- he was a... Tw- uh, they believed he was 12, birth certificate, so he was four- He was actually 14. Yeah. And just throwing smoke.
1: Oh, he just dusting kids. I just remember That's being awesome. young and watching that and just like, holy shit,
0: this guy... That's pretty cool. That's a good story, yeah. Yeah. So, Danny Almonte. uh, What else we got? Oh, steroid era, which... See, this is my theory on on why... uh, Like, first of all, and this is not me talking poorly about the Yankees, but this is just some truth. The Yankees have... There's still a fight for this sealed letter to be opened uh, by Major League Baseball that has to do with a cheating scandal involving the Yankees. And I think it was like 2018 or 2019, or maybe it was 2017, but it it was around, it was the time that they got caught using, the Red Sox got caught with the Apple watches and the dugout phone was being used by Mm -hmm. uh, the Yankees or vice versa maybe on those two items. But um, it was when that happened and it kind of just got swept under the rug a little bit. Now there's a sealed letter that like names more detail and player names, which is why the Yankees fought so hard with MLB to this federal judge saying this shouldn't be open because it's going to tarnish some names. And uh, that that fight is still ongoing. So we may end up seeing that letter. Um, But my point is the steroid scandal, I think set the table for why the Astros scandal was handled the way it did where it was like yeah. a, lot, a lot of people would argue it was a slap on the wrist and not – you know, the GM and the uh, – GM gets fired, Jeff Lunau, A.J. Hinch fired, uh, Alex Cora from Boston gets let go, Carlos Beltran just got a, a job as the Mets head coach before he even coaches a game. He gets let go. Uh, so those guys all, you know, held accountable, no player suspensions. So the reason I think my personal opinion is why it went that way. They say it's because of cooperation. I think it's because the MLB has basically officially moved on from the steroid scandal. And it took a long fucking time for that to happen. Ratings down, players weren't as good. You know, you didn't have like the crazy amount of star power that the league is back to right now where damn near every team has their one, one guy and several teams have more than one who are who could make it, you know. You could make an argument for that they're a star MLB player. If you you know look roster to roster, even fucking the Pirates are paying somebody now. You know that means shit's yeah.
1: shit's <laughs> turning around.
0: So it's Ka- looking Ka- up. cabrian Hayes, whoever whoever he is, <laughs> that guy. I'm still thinking they just pulled a name out of a hat and they're like, that's <laughs> a, that's he's the one. Hey pay him. Pay hey, him, him he and me, won the lottery. Pay him, Pay them and make it look like we're investing in uh, our team because everybody knows they aren't. But, uh, no, that's what I think, though. I think that the steroid era had officially been crushed. You got, you know, Mike Trout and Tatis, and now you got Shohei Otani, and you got uh, Vlad Guerrero's kid, Bo Bo Bichette. You look at all the, the older players who have kids in the league now, and, like, things were on the upswing for Major League Baseball. And then this Mike Fires goes and fucking touts off, because he was pissed off, he got left off the World Series roster, is what it came down to. My also, my opinion, but um, because nobody can convince me that he's just he's just that good of a guy, like he's just yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, to
0: yeah, fuck off. Yeah, you, yeah. He's a lying, lying piece of yeah. shit, but anyways, um, I think that they have they cleared themselves from that time, and when this came down, they're like they saw they all had like flashbacks of how shitty things went uh you know and continues to go because the only time we bring up steroids now is when hall of fame talk is around because there's all these guys on the ballot who they won't let in and that's the only time it gets brought up it's not like throughout the course of the season you're talking about it occasionally you get a guy uh big name or not who gets whacked for the peds but it's but it's not that there's so much shit on that list now that it doesn't even necessarily mean that it's a performance enhancing drug. It's just something that's not on the approved list by MLB. That yeah. A doctor recommends yeah. to them. And I do believe that that yeah. happens because these guys aren't, they, they know the repercussions at this point. They don't like, they don't, there's no yeah. way you can, you yeah. can convince me that any of them are going to be like, Oh, we can get away with this. They just don't know. They don't know the yeah. rules. The doctor yeah. prescribes something. They take it, bam, 80 game suspension. And that's what it is. But so I think having that conversation only coming around, uh, no way. I just got completely interrupted. Yeah. Ed, Ed <laughs> Fox says, Hayes contract, eight years, 70 million, and he hurt his wrist in the first inning today. Maybe he hurt it signing the contract. <laughs> did, did he really? Get... He got hurt? Because I got to fucking, I got to see that. That's uh crazy. That is great. That's pirates baseball, baby. Yep. What what they do. But anyways, like I was saying that that's in a nutshell, my point though, is that I think they were over, they had the steroid era in the rear view mirror. And then now they're at um, a point where this Astros scandal comes up and they just want to handle it as cleanly and as lightly as possible. So not to go into another drought of, Fans watching, attendance, and just negative talk that surrounds the sport. So that's just kind of that's just my opinion on it. I don't, I don't know. But a couple in the comments here. Todd says the thirty for thirty the other night. Doc Gooden and Daryl Strawberry. That's something writing down because Daryl Strawberry has some wild ass stories. I think Doc Gooden does too. Yeah. They used they used to like hook up with chicks in the out behind. Like when you go down the tunnel <laughs> of the dugout in between innings. I've heard that. Uh, so I want to, I'm going to write that one down because that's a good one to also look into in the future. Scott Arthur, USD and Reggie Bush. Yeah, there's, and we could couple that with Tyrell uh, Pryor. Uh, there's multiple yeah, college athletes who before pre-NIL were making money off their name and like, name, image and likeness in other ways, whether it was, uh, I think Pryor was like trading memorabilia for tattoos, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, a bunch bunch of the Ohio State guys were. Yep. Uh, The one thing they have in common is none of them were very good when they got into the pros. Accurate. (laughs) So, accurate. All right. uh, I don't have anything else. Do you? No, I don't think so. We're wrapping her up. Shout out to the sponsors Swing Juice, Bushlight Beer, your daily local, JP Photography. Rocket Detailing, Jones Pest Control, Blue Line Auto, uh, me, myself, and Rye Podcast. Thank you guys all for uh, making the show possible. Thank you to everybody in the comments, all all the listeners. Uh, you make it interactive and fun, so we appreciate you every week being in. Josh, throwing up a impo- quick last comment, Pirates lost 9-0 already, did they? I, I got the scoreboard up here. Sure did. Strong start to the season for the Bucks. <laughs> Nine Not nothing lost to the cards. So, all right. Uh, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Todd says, Good show, guys. Thank you, Todd. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us and, and getting in the comments. We love the interaction. It makes it, like I said, off the cuff a little bit more fun for us. We're trying to write the least amount of notes as we can. And if we have people in the comments talking, it makes it easier for us. However, then we forget shit yep. and uh, rely on Stat Guy Darren to come up big for us so (laughs) all right everybody till next week take care be safe